All right, welcome to Geek Debate. I'm Jason Pemberfoot. I'm Michael Sturgis. And today we are going to get a topic from our producer and friend of mine, wife of Michael's, Jenna. Hey. All right, so we do not know what exactly we are going to be debating today. Um, so you are going to give us the topic, and from right from there, it's going to be a surprise to us, and we're going to go off of that. You had the list of how many? How many on that list? Uh, I think as of right now, I have 52 topics, but that is topics. growing <clears throat> as things kind of come to us all organically. Nice. All right, so out of the 52, hopefully we get a good one today. We don't know what it is. We have the die here. I know you can't see us on podcasts, but on camera we have a little D20 that we will be rolling to uh, determine who gets what side of the debate. And, uh, of course, we'd like to put a plug in for Olympic Cards and Comics, uh, also known as Gabby's, here in Olympia, Washington. Uh, excellent assortment of games, hobbies, and all sorts of geekery. Stop by if you live within the Washington Puget Sound area because it is well worth your trip. You got awesome. to say? Yeah, we want to give a shout out to the Coalition Games, um, who is our sponsor for this podcast. A group of gamers who meets on a regular basis. If you want to get into a D&D game, a Starfinder game, a Star Trek game, whatever you're into, uh, check out thecoalitiongames.com. Yeah, I just had my D&D game last night. It was a fun time. Had two players die. That's always a good time. Do you feel refreshed and like your life is extended? I'm not one of those confrontational DMs. So like when a player dies, I'm like, like, yes, I bathe in your blood. (laughs) Uh, More like, uh, get your shit together, guys. (laughs) Like, it's not that difficult. Um, But uh, yeah, so uh, they have new characters, new leases on life. And uh, my job as DM now is to challenge that life every time. So really, I'm toying with them going down into uh, Undermountain. Now that I have the uh, newest release from Wizards of the Coast, Dungeons of the Mad Mage, who I was wondering, as well as the map pack I got, which is an amazing assortment of these glossy, um, you could do dry erase on them and everything, um, maps for Undermountain. And man, let me tell you, they have amped up the danger in Undermountain. Where Uh, did you get the maps? Gabby's had them last pack. I was gonna say. They said they're getting more in, so it's like a, a underground map pack. Yes, yes. It's it's not what you think. It's just a eight by ten sheet for every level of the dungeon, and it's it's what is it called? A glossy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, so you have a whole folder full of every map of the levels for Undermountain, and these levels. Let me tell you, they are not fucking around. Right off the bat, it's level five to whatever adventure, right? Five and up. Yeah, because Dragon Heist is one to one to five, and I really I, I have Dragon Heist too, and my characters now are sitting at sixth level, and I want them to do the Dragon Heist story, right? <laughs> but I'm like, I would have to do so much like additional amping up of the of the challenge rating to where I'm like, man, I tell you, I that. Should I just hold on? I'm going to just hold on to it because it would be such a great intro adventure to a new group. Well, that's what I'm doing. So I'm going to start a new group in Waterdeep on a Sunday mm-hmm. or Saturday game. So I'm thinking I'm going to do Dragon Heist for them. I would. Do you have a Dragon Heist yet? Yeah. 
Yeah, great adventure. Um, I read through it loosely. I listened to some podcasts, uh, stuff like that. And, um, uh, and anyways, my son just came to visit. Hey, what's up, dude? Uh, we're doing something. Can you come back later? I'm hungry. You're hungry? Go get a taco. Go finish your taco that you had on your plate. Bye. Annie, Annie has a snack pack right in her I mean, whatever it's called. Go get a taco. Go on. No, I'm already finished with it. Bye. Go. All right, go. All right, anyways, children, go do something. Go away. Bye. We're busy. Uh, yeah, so where was I? Yeah, so doing Dragon Heist, I think, would be a great level one. I want it to be a level one adventure because they offer such, like, dangerous enemies that you bump into. And I think at the level they are now, they'd be like, well, I'm going to attack them. Like, because they think anything I throw at them, they're like, oh, I'm just going to attack them. That's going to solve it. So the problem. the yawning portal is under Mountain 2. Huh? The yawning portal the collection of adventures. That's under Mountain stuff too, right? No. That's yes, but no. Um, I haven't fully read through like this. The layer. It's more of they're trying to get Lord, the previous Lord of Neverwinter's uh, uh, Lordship. Yeah. Never remember. I don't know why they named him that. It's so fucking difficult to remember, <laughs> especially for dyslexic people like me. Um, Lord Never Remember uh, doesn't remember where he fucking got his. Uh, 500,000 gold dragons stored, so he had, like, the, like, proverbial fucking finger around his, or a thread around his finger to remind him where it is, like a magical item. Well, that, he lost that. Someone took it. So, now he's like, well, I gotta find that shit before I find my treasure. Uh, and, and then it goes through a series of things. But the thing is, with that, you can do different enemies. And mm -hmm. people are gonna tell you, oh, you're gonna, yeah, my players are gonna love that when I'm like, Oh, you didn't survive that adventure. Well, guess what? You're starting at the yawning port. They'd be like, what? Come on. Like, give us a different campaign. And I know that D&D &D is coming out, by the way, with a new campaign world there. We're, We're talking about, right? Talking about no, 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 another new one. Another new one. And this is a hardcover. I'm I'm thinking they're going back to Greyhawk. That'd be awesome. They just did more kind of I hope to God they so. don't do Dark Sun. There's like three people I know that are like, yes, Dark Sun. And I'm like, why? Why is Dark Sun appealing to you? Maybe they're going to do Zakara again. Zakara? I don't see... They're not, and the, they said it was not um, Spelljammer. Because everyone always thinks spell, Spelljammer is around the corner. And they're like, no. I think it's Greyhawk. Probably. I'd like it to be. That's why they did Mordecai, I think. Well, Greyhawk has the potential to be like a... Low... Like fantasy excitement you know more realistic stuff mm -hmm. like bringing it down to more yeah. you know grounded right. reality but anyways right. enough talk about D&D &D speaking of though yeah, so I'm gonna do a Greyhawk campaign oh yeah 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 we talked about that yeah. did you like the idea as yeah. I passed by you yeah we can't talk too much about that right now oh yeah because they, no one's listening probably not but yeah no, no one's listening go ahead what, what, what's your best thing Best thing? Yeah, that, yeah you, like you're the most excited that you're like, I'm ready to just fucking play this because of this reason. The circle. Explain. The circle? The circle of eight wizards? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is my, that is what I'm most excited about Greyhawk, to mess with that dynamic. 
Okay. And having them running into these wizards through their adventures in Greyhawk and slowly learning what the circle does and meeting these historical figures and if they ever make it that far. You know, every time I try to get an overarching story into my game, right? like I told you uh, last night, I had a player die and uh, five hit points. She had a curse on her. Mm-hmm. You know, level six, she had five hit points. She lost that much permanent hit point draining. And uh, she, she simply had to just do the right thing. And instead of join the other characters on a dangerous quest, she was supposed to stay back and then learn more of the... The history, but every time I try to do these story arcs, it's like they're like, dum dum dum, I'm going to dungeon. <laughs> like, really? Got five hit points. And then she led the charge. She walked up to a door that had two statues next to it, and she's like, I'm going to touch the statues, see what happens. You die, obviously. I, I, I told her that just like that. I'm like, you die. Then she kind of acted pissy when, when she had to get a new character. I don't think she thought I was going to actually kill her. I'm like, no, no, you're dead. Dead, dead. Because you took more damage than you need a death save for. You die. You yeah. die. And, uh, oh, no, no. Do you know that didn't kill her? Do you know what killed her? Hmm. They ended up coming into the dungeon, and then behind them, the wall drops down, trapping them in, right? And then they're stuck in a chamber, a very large chamber, with a red dragon. That's like the underneath the temple, trying to get the deacon to get more money in the temple to serve his horde. So level six, and they decided they're going to go up against a red dragon. Well, and that's fine. These level six, no joke. You you could, but they they instead did not engage the dragon with absolute combat, right? But what did they do? They made a deal with the dragon. We'll get you an additional ten thousand gold dragons for your horde if. You, if you let my friend go upstairs and go get that, he will come down with it. He's like, deal. If not, I kill you all, right? <laughs> and so he lets the bard go up there and get the 10,000, right? They sat there, and then the cleric, Samantha, started talking shit to the dragon. I'm like, yeah, I've gotten bored. And the dragon blew fire on him. And that's, that amount of damage didn't kill them. Definitely killed their fucking friend that was sitting there with five hit points that they just healed and saved from death. But why would you do that, right? Like, you can only blame yourselves. For why this. do they always do that? I don't know. What is players like? Hey, what do they let's fuck get with off the dragon? Right? Let's fuck. I'm gonna fucking try to be egotistical, like asshole, and every and time try to talk shit to a dragon. To a dragon. Real life, you'd be fucking pissing your pants, dragon. And I described him appropriately. Did the voice. And they still were like, you know what? I don't believe you. They called my bluff. <laughs> and what is a DM am I supposed to do? Sit there and be like, you called my bluff, guys. I don't want you to get in a fight with Dragon. Like, it's more of a star. No, the fucking Dragon, I'm like, nope. He's going to fuck you up now. I should have had to meet them all. And then they would have really had a problem with that. They would have. They would have cried. And that's what players do. They do stupid. And they're like children. Mm-hmm. All of you. Listening. That are players. Including myself when I play. We are like children at that time. To where when we do bad, we don't see us doing that bad. We just see us having fun. But when the real life repercussions hit of us doing that stupid, then we're like, wait, what? Like, come on. Yeah, absolutely. Don't be a fucking dumb, dumb player. 
Here's the biggest problem. We gotta end this soon because we're I love my players, by the way. I, I, my players I are the best. But players never grow up, right? Their it's like they're perpetually fucking progress, stupid, right? Yeah. They should get better and they should be thinking more strategically as they become heroes of the land yeah. and all this stuff. But it always comes down to tits and ass and kill everything. And you know what? My my group, as you know, I had one male. The rest were female mm-hmm. in that group. Now, I'm not getting gender-specific on play styles, okay? Because I, I know there's a lot of female players that are awesome tactically and a lot of male players that are just horrible tactically. All I'm saying is my almost all-female group needed me to get another male player into the group just recently to bring that style to their group because they had no fucking clue how to fucking pick up bread trails or breadcrumbs, you know, that to follow a trail to something. They had no fucking idea how to organize a fight or anything like that. They were just like haphazardly going through life like it was a shopping mall and they're like, I guess we'll visit the store. Let's, oh, let's go there. Like this, no. It doesn't have anything to do with gender. I'm just saying. It does. It might have something to do with gender. <laughs> All right, Miss Producer, what is our topic today? You like that gender talk? I didn't even hear what you said. I really that was a fake laugh. I really wasn't. I, I was too busy typing oh, everything Jason. into the spreadsheet here. Um, so I'm thinking that in light of Mr. Stanley's passing, yes. we're not going to talk directly about him, but today's topic is going to certainly be um, here based on everything that he has done and you guys can debate um, who is better or worse as however you want to see it between the X-Men and the Avengers. Okay. That's our topic, huh? Wait, are we... What are, you guys need to set up Wait, the parameters you, of the... You're board. just like my fucking players and you know exactly <laughs> what I'm going to say. Can't just fucking throw down a roll and not have any premise of like, this is the role I'm going to be doing. That was just a test roll. Yeah, was it? It was a 20. That was a good roll. Not a 20. All right. I like that. Avengers versus X-Men. Who had a better team? Okay. Okay, so let's do it as Jason, you can have even numbers on the die. Mike, you can have odd. And then that way when you roll, whatever the number comes up to be, that determines who gets to pick. If you get your number. Yeah, you can pick which side you want to take first. No, we don't want to pick. Well, because the, but it's it's like in. He doesn't understand what a producer does. She makes rules. You just need to listen here, because you get to pick your first side. So, like, if Jason is diehard about the X Men, for instance, he's going to want to defend that side first. I'm like Freddie Mercury. I can do both. There you go, and then that means you have to lead with (laughs) your not strong side, and you're not going to be able to really shine if you want to do his topic until we flip in the second half. Okay. So you I, can I either this work. Just you can punt or return. Just. Are you using sports ball fucking I am talk? I'm sorry. You get that so do shit I roll? right out of here. Yes, roll. Jason gets even. You get odd. I got sixteen. So. So then Jason get gets pick. to pick which side he wants to take because for as a refresher, you defend your side first, and then we flip the script in the second half, and you have to take the defense of the side that you just argued against in the first half. I'll take um, the X-Men. Okay, and just to review, you each have two and a half minutes for your opening statements. 
then you'll have 30 minutes of discussion and then we're going to flip it in the second half where you're going to have two and a half minutes to defend your opposite side and then everybody gets to decide the winner on social media from there all right so i'm going to start this off okay so let me get my timer up just so we can have everything exact and i will give you cues at one minute remaining and 30 seconds remaining so you can stay on task cool okay so two and a half minutes for some reason my phone is not working for me right now okay are you ready yep. mr pemberfoot yes okay go all right so why the x-men are a better team why is because they are people that are taught from a young age how to be a team and why they naturally come together as a team is because that they are different and they were brought together through these differences and have a united front against the oppression that comes against them as a whole as the mutant society. Um, yes, you could say we, oh, well, Professor Xavier. Yes, he's a better leader than Tony Stark any day, if you ask me. Um, and I'll have you talk about the Avengers and I'll keep my points for the Avengers separate because I know you're gonna gonna try to steal them. But, uh, but the X-Men are organized. They are definitely educated. And they have more of a reason to be a team, to work together. Um, at times they have different disagreements. They have internal hardships and battles of who's in charge. Um, but overall, they are united as a whole. And that, that, that keeps growing with every new mutant they find, every person that's persecuted uh, in their life because they were born different. And with that, unity comes, One you know, minute. a better future. I don't even need that minute. For that minute. All right. You're done. You're done? Yeah. You still have... 52 seconds. I'm not going to pursue this any further because I want to save more of that for the debate. And I think all the points that I raised up are enough to squish whatever reasoning that Mike thinks the Avengers is a better team. And I see you looking up stuff on the computer. I am doing I'm that. not. This is all from scratch. <laughs> from a traumatically injured brain of mine. Um, but those points, I think, are, are valid enough for the argument to begin. Uh, I will say debate, not argument, but for us to debate this. That's it. That's my time. Okay. Thank you. My turn? Michael, are you ready? Yep, let's do it. Two minutes and 30 seconds. Go. Did you pull up something to read? No. It's very simple. So it's difficult to rate one over the other because they both came out in September of 1963, the exact same time. Oh, Jesus, Wikipedia. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I will use the old cliche of we have a Hulk. So just saying, we have a Hulk. But <clears throat> let's talk about what you were kind of talking about is the reason and like what holds them together and how they're all... So... The X-Men don't have a reason other than that they're all outcasts, right? So that's a reason, I guess, that draws them together and they want to do good. But the Avengers, their reason for being together is 
the Earth, right? The betterment of the Earth. The Avengers is an emergency squad that's put together in great time of need for Slap Earth. together, you can say. Slap together, whatever you want to say, by the greatest man in Marvel history. <clears throat> but, so, let's talk about powers. I mean, you have a god. You have a Hulk. You have the smartest man in the world. Um... Well, it's as if, I mean, if you're going comic book Avengers, you have Captain America, you have Spider-Man, you have all these great characters who have their own series. You know, when we're talking about comic books, X-Men, they are their, they all have to fall One under minute. their own little comic book series, but all of the Avengers have their own series and their own storylines and they all grow. But... <clears throat> big thing is you have a guy like Steve Rogers who's in charge of the Avengers whose main thing is supporting people um, and helping people and being the the guy standing up for the little guy. So I think the Avengers have a stronger case. Wow. Calm down. Keeping the rules, buddy. <laughs> now I just see Perd happily. You have 10 seconds. When I started saying this, you had 10 <laughs> seconds, and now you have nothing. That's what you're doing. You have 15 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> All right. That's good for me right now. All right. Now we push on to the actual debate. Let's do it. You get you 30 minutes to shoot the shit back and forth however you please. Just keep it civil and no personal attacks. And well, I can't help it. no mocking the producer who is trying to keep this train on course because it would be a lot There's too many rules now. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> All right. All right, you guys ready? 30 minutes? All right, let's structure this. Go. First, I'd like to the say best leader. Piece of shit. Oh, no? Okay. <laughs> the best leader. Best leader, by far. You want my opinion? Charles Xavier, really? I mean... I didn't say that. Okay. I didn't say that. Who? Cyclops. You want to fucking have natural leadership? That that kid's been leading since he was like 15 and up. Yeah. Natural Steve leader. Rogers, since he was Ready? a teenager, leading people. I get you. I, I get it. All right. I'm saying I'm going to have to go Scott Summers. Okay. Cyclops. Great leader. Captain America. Literally was too sick to fight for his country and lied about it just so he could go fight for his country. Hey, do, do you remember in the comics of the Avengers how there was multiple mutants within your team? Do you remember that? Well, let's not talk about that. What? I think you're <laughs> mistaken because all your knowledge is coming from the movie's Avengers. What are you considering a mutant, though? Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver, Beast. <coughs> That's not, well, Beast, yeah, what? but not Scarlet Witch wasn't... Yes. No. I think you guys yes, in the comics. Well, are we gonna go comic books or MCU? And are well, mutants born or made? Because that's an all. That's mutants, also mutants are born. Born. Oh. It's a genetic alteration. But weren't? Correct me if I'm wrong. Weren't Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver? Weren't they? In the movies, they were changed because. And so was Wolverine. Of the whole Fox and Disney, you know, yeah, non-merger at the time. My point being, if you're gonna go down that road, you need to solidify. Yeah, because I could argue both ways. Well, I'm arguing that we're talking comics. Okay, then comics. Oh, okay. Then, yes, you had mutants on board. Yeah. But we're not talking about mutants. We're talking about the teams. I didn't say mutants are bad because... Right. 
But, I mean, you have mutants on the Avengers, right? Right. So you're taking from the greatest team to slap together, as you say... But you're assuming a, that... A mutants... team of people that are going to help stop bigger threats, right? But you're saying mutants can only be X-Men and then have to be taken out of the X-Men. There are mutants that aren't part of the X-Men force. Yeah, sure, there is. I mean, Wolverine is a, a good example of somebody who kind of bounces back and forth, doesn't really want to be in it. Correct. Right? Yeah, he's resistant to uh, being part of the team. Yeah. Uh, but in the end, who does he end up with? So your argument is all mutants are X-Men. No, I didn't say that. The team that was created by Charles Xavier. Who is the leader. He's the leader. You can't really call Cyclops the leader. Uh, talking about the actual bona fide in charge leader making all this stuff. Well, you had Cyclops calling the shots on the field. Okay. He was the quarterback. Yeah. But I'm sure Xavier was the coach. I'm sure Xavier. Do you see was, how, who's, I know. The, who's the coach of the Avengers? Who would you say has that role? The coaching role. Yeah. 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 Uh, Fury. Nick Fury. Yeah. Nick right? Fury would be the coach. Nick fucking Fury. Who, by the way. Wouldn't be honest to any of his teammates. <laughs> Save his fucking eyeball. <laughs> okay? Uh, you have Nick Fury, who you didn't even get to see the last couple films. You saw him in the end credit scene. I mean, let's forget Where he, where he oh, what do you know, didn't tell fucking anyone about this Miss Marvel character. Captain Marvel, rather. And who's going to save the day, or uh, hopefully, um, in the movie. So, I mean, you have Nick Fury, right? Debatable. Tony Stark created the Avengers. Well... No, he definitely did. Yes. Nick Fury is not the coach. It's Tony Stark, who's a glorified quarterback that thinks he knows how to fucking make the plays without some coach on the sideline telling him. So he's making all his plays up as he goes. What quarterback does that? Cite me a sports ball, fucking person. <laughs> right? Like, well, you, there are quarterbacks that do that. Okay, so the there is disorganization in both, I would say, mm -hmm. because you have Wolverine and you have Scott, who like to fight a lot over who's in charge, right? Yeah, pussy, and that makes everything complicated. Okay, but you got Steve Rogers and Tony fighting over who's going to be in charge. Spider-Man was in charge of the Avengers for a while. You know, in the original comic books, he was the leader of the Avengers. So you got a lot of different leaders there. So I would say Steve Rogers is the better leadership story. I mean, he literally I'll sacrificed I'll everything. I'll give you this, because I, as you know, I'm a fan of Steve. Okay. So next Captain topic. America, better leader. Better leader. But let's talk team now. Okay, let's talk team. Team makeup, team strength. What do you want to do? I'd say just overall. Okay. Look, you have these, these young students... That are indoctrinated and molded into fighters. You could call them terrorists. Who are held back. <laughs> who are held back in their abilities so that they can control them. Correct. Right? Correct. Versus a team of adults who have honed their abilities. And act more like children than any of the fucking teenagers. Yeah. Into a great fighting force with the sole purpose being to kick some bad guy ass. All right. Right? Yeah. I mean, you look at the Avengers and it's all strength, right? Steve Rogers, Thor, Hulk, 
We're talking about else? the power. Well, it's the guy that shoots arrows. How about that girl that kicks a lot? Huh? Who else? See, they don't need real superheroes when they have right. Yeah, that's a, that's the thing. <laughs> You're fucking got a bunch of normal fucking dudes and dudettes just wheeling around, uh, fucking with the weakest powers. It's like me, like oh, I can kick pretty high, guys. Come join the team. Like strap on black leather. Hey, You're an Avenger. Hey, come on. But you're saying team. Now they're getting their crap together. Black Widow is a great agent. Really? Yeah. Is she? No, she's a double agent in the comics, and she actually does both sides pretty well. Yeah? Um, Yeah? Are you going to watch her movie when it comes out? No. Why not, bud? (laughs) Why not? She's a boring, bland character. (laughs) That's why. (laughs) And she has a weak story. To back that up, it's an old, outdated method of writing female characters. It is. it is. It's the hot girl who was taken as a secret agent at a young age and yeah. turned into this agent that do anything for anybody. Right. Like, fucking weak. All right. But power-wise, let, let's talk about power-wise. Okay, I'll admit, you guys have... If Okay, so let's say X-Men and Avengers, we are fighting. Mm-hmm. There's some MacGuffin in the middle of us. Right? I'm fighting. Go ahead, pick your... I'd say pick your five teammates right now for the Avengers. Stark, Thor, Hulk. What am I missing? Rogers. Uh Yep. And Spider-Man. Love it. Spider-Man. Yeah, throw Spider-Man in there, right? Okay, I'm going to pick my five. Okay. Ready? Jean Grey. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Scarlet Witch. Which Jean Grey? I think you know. Which Jean Grey? Fuck. Scarlet Witch. Uh-huh. Go. I'm going to go Wolverine. Huh? Um, Beast. You know what? I have a Hawkeye, too. Her name's Jubilee. She shoots fireworks out of her fucking hand. I'm going to pick that girl. Okay? Let's see. Ready? Go ahead. What? We're going to start this fight. How do you see the fight starting? Like, like we're running at each other in a giant field. So, Iron Man. Did I say, yeah, oh, wait, and I, I gotta replace Jubilee with Professor X, because he's the coach, right? Okay. Okay. Iron Man's gonna take out Professor X. Sweet. Everything's frozen. <laughs> Can't do anything. <laughs> Everything's frozen except for Jean Grey and Scarlet Witch, who go around altering everyone's fucking minds. And when we start back up, they're going to be attacking their fellow teammates. <laughs> and by the way, Professor X has wiped their memories and they don't know who they are anymore. We done here? <laughs> you don't have anything to say there, do you? Because they don't have that muscle strength. They don't yeah, need but it. See, Tony, they are more powerful. But if Tony knew he was going up against Professor X, uh-huh. he would have created mind-blocking helmets for everybody. You know what? I completely see that. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. Because guess who we have? Who? Scarlet Witch. Okay. I mean, she completely destroyed a whole dimension at one time. I'm pretty sure she's capable of just doing exactly what she does to everyone else. To Tony Stark. Not even talking. That's why Tony has. Not even team. talking about the Phoenix, who would nope. just wipe everybody. Exactly. Out. I'm not even. I'm not even getting to that point. I'm not using the nuclear option yet. 
You know? But if you but want you to bring in the Hulk. Hulk. Well, she can't. No, fuck no. Why not? Can't kill the Hulk. Can't kill... He's a mind, right? How about this? I'm going to have Charles just go ahead and take Banner out of the equation of the Hulk and... Or take the Hulk out of the equation. He's wearing a mind helmet, which Tony created. Oh, Tony created the mind helmets. Now he has mind Because if you knew they were going up against him, I'm saying he would have been prepared for this. Okay. Tony would have researched against the team. I'm going to have Wolverine go ahead and attack that helmet. And since I can cut through anything with it, I'm going to take that helmet off and then expose the Hulk's brain. And then Xavier is going to use the Hulk as his... As his little puppet. As his little puppet. That Xavier would never do that. What are you talking... You know what I'm going to start doing? I'm gonna, we're going to get Heroclix. Do you know what Heroclix is? <laughs> yeah. We're going to fucking buy Heroclix. We're going to play gonna, this shit out. We're going to play this shit out live on air. And we're going to see how this fight goes down. Because I'm telling you, I think that the abilities that the X-Men have are more internally strong and mind strong. And yeah, you have some genius minds on your team. One of which turns into a big, dumb green ape, and the other, who's a little bit too arrogant for his own good. But he is a genius nonetheless. And he, he would think like that. He would be like, oh shit, like these guys have telepathic ability. I'm going to think ahead of th-. Right? Yeah. But then you have people that, the X-Men, that totally go against people all the time knowing their powers. Magneto, how many times have they fought him? They know. They're like, ah, we learned some tricks, though, to kind of combat that every time we meet him. We know not to send Wolverine running in, right? We know that. Said we're going to do this. Well, I don't know. Because they're a better team. Tony would research everybody's abilities. He would maybe find a way to cut off those claws on Wolverine using some of his stuff. Think he could do it. Cut off adamantium. Mm-hmm. It's possible. We've seen it happen. You saw them break when they were bone. No. He's had his adamantium claws broken off. Where? When? I don't remember this. They were heated off or something. I can't remember which one, but he, he had his claws cut off. Huh. I don't remember that. It's not canon if you can't prove it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, either way, I'm saying the X-Men, I think, are a superior team. Now, are they strong enough to battle Galactus? Yeah, they've done that. Uh, are they strong enough to go into space like the Avengers? Yeah, ever hear of the Brood? Brood Queen? Yeah, they have. They've interacted with all these space-type characters in the Marvel Universe. You know? So... I think, yes, they are as formidable of a team. I just don't think you, Michael, have seen what the potential of a real X-Men story could be because you're limited to the horrible, horrible Fox movies. You hear me? Fox, sell to Disney. Let them do the right thing with your property, your IP that you're holding on to like a precious little fucking sack of money and fucking let it go let it go to Disney with the good people I have read the comic books too I know what I'm just trying to fight your weaknesses <laughs> well I have a lot of weaknesses <laughs> alright would you like a list of their names 
I can do that. <laughs> All right, so I mean, half your team what, what, I could probably convert in any moment. No, oh, you can. Yeah, fuck yeah, I could. How much time we got, Jenna? Sixteen minutes. You want to convert my team to yours? No, I'm saying I, I could convert members of your team over to the Avengers. That's what I'm saying. Like, who would you convert? Who doesn't have an undying respect for Rogue? Could get her at any time. She's so iffy on anything that she does. She's southern. She can't help it. She breaks red. <laughs> she lives in a red state. And then if I have Rogue on my team, I can literally steal any of your powers. Yeah. Yeah. Good, right? Even the Phoenix. Yeah. Even Phoenix. Even Phoenix. I mean, how are you going to steal her? Are you going to convince her with Tony driving up in a fucking Lamborghini? And sure. I'm like, come on, baby. She's very susceptible to shit. You know what? Tony could steal her. And I'll tell you why. Tony could develop a suit that she could wear. That and be like, eliminates hey, her powers. You can touch anyone touch you want now. Yep. Just saying. Mm. Psychological warfare, man. Well, when Tony dies, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have a lot of hurt put on the Avengers. Because if you think the fucking Falcon is going to take no. the lead of that. No, no, no. No, who? No, but think about this too. Let's t- let's say in the next Avengers movie, mm-hmm. Tony Tony and Captain America die. Okay. <laughs> who takes over? Is that your question? Yeah. Well, depends on how far in advance you go. Because if Spider Man, we're has talking grown movies. Up, if okay. Spider Man has grown no, up, he's not. You know who takes over? Ant Man. Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Ant Man takes over the Avengers. Mm-hmm. How about the fucking wasp? Why wouldn't you have said the, the wasp? wasp too? Oh, and the oh, I'm sorry. The whole group and her oh, dad. Oh, she's woman, so she needs to have a man attached to her. I say the whole group because they uh, they already have. I that disagree with that. I disagree with that. And I'll tell you who takes the Avengers over. You ready? Captain Marvel. Ugh. Captain Marvel's taking over. Well, I know she's going to take over, but yeah. is it the right call? Who knows? Yeah, most definitely. Do you know anything about Captain Marvel yeah. in the comics? Great. Not Miss Marvel on that. I, I know. Captain Marvel is a great character. Um, I think Captain Marvel takes it over with Winter Soldier. Bucky would do good. Yeah. As a leader, too. I think so, too. Bucky's got just as much. He's just as good as Steve, honestly. Yeah. He just didn't have the same chance. He's chances. got a little blood on his hands from things yeah, he but can't hey, control. Who hasn't hey. had their mind controlled by the Russians? I mean. <laughs> Her name, her name was Sarah, but she wasn't Russian. <laughs> all right, so, all right. What are we doing on time? Thirteen minutes. But I'm just saying, closing arguments. If I drag out more of my bench mm-hmm. of superheroes, I can definitely put a big enough team together to wipe out the X Men. No problem. Guess who I just recruited the team? Who? Magneto. Okay. Now, let's start this fight again with Magneto. Thor. Okay. Metal. <laughs> like, you can't argue with this. Like, you take all their helmets off, like you said. They'd have helmets, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a plethora of the amount of, of options for powers you have with mutants is Amazing. Let's see, who else do I pull in? The Fantastic Four. You don't even know that fucking Sue Storm is there. 
Yeah, but that's Fantastic Four. That's a separate they team. They go into the fucking Avengers. I never saw that movie. Did you see that movie? It wasn't a movie. It was a comic book. They worked side by side, but, but they've never been like, the Fantastic Four is now part of the Avengers. We're looking it up. Go Keep ahead. going. But then, if I bring in them, then I have two geniuses on my team. Yeah, true. Reed Richards is a genius. Who fucking knows how to do interdimensional and all kinds of crazy ass shit. Um, Alright. And if you're talking about I'm gonna bringing in bad guys, then I bring I'm in Doom. I'm going to admit this. I'm going to admit this. I bring in Doom. I'm going to admit this. I hate to admit it. Okay. But you are correct. You have shown me that the Avengers are a more um, powerful team. Now, with that being said, I think the X-Men are a better team. Okay. Because they've been going... Well, hold on. Let me well, finish. Let's flip. Let me finish. No, no. Let me finish. <laughs> because the X-Men have stayed together. Yeah, they've had their little tips. Yeah, some members have come and gone. And come back again. But they work together. And they stay together as a family. Not just a team. Not just as friends. But as a family. Ever see them get together for the holidays and stuff? Who, Avengers? Or X-Men? X-Men. X-Men get together for holidays because they're all living together. Right. Because they it's can't afford family. to have different houses. It's a family. Hey, man, shit's expensive and... <laughs> In upstate New York, okay? <laughs> They're paying for the big city. Um, but, yeah, so, I, w- I will admit that, okay? So, while the Avengers are a more powerful team, I don't think they're a better team. I think the X-Men's family values and love for each other triumphs over the power rating that is behind a team. But, again, I think... Heart. You're That's talking the fifth about... element, baby. <laughs> You're talking about a group... Who had forced together because they're outcasts from society. Talking versus a group, the Avengers, who are loved by society and come together to save society. So we the don't reason have for getting together... We have family. <laughs> Alright, you ready to switch? Let's switch this up. we got about nine and a half minutes left. We're going to switch it. You know both, what? Both of you are, are okay with ending early. Okay. Yeah, let's switch it up. Okay. Fucking X-Men. Are you hey, kidding me? Hang on, hang on. Settle down. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're just going to dive into this. All right, motherfucker. Well, let's go on hang this. Hang on, hang on, hang on. So, Do this. Hang on. Now, you guys are switching sides. Jason, do you want to def- defend the Avengers I'll let him first? go first. Okay, so, Michael, you're now defending the X-Men. Okay, here's this one. Okay, two and a half minutes. Let's go. The fucking hey, X-Men. I didn't say go yet, dude. Just slow your roll. You're still not going to win, so just wait a minute. Oh, I'm going to win. Okay, you ready? Yeah, go. Two and a half minutes, go. The fucking X-Men. Charles Xavier and Jean Grey. That's all you fucking need. I don't even need all those other people. I think I mentioned that, yeah. Don't even need the other people because fucking Tony isn't even going to get close to Charles because Charles can listen to his goddamn thoughts from miles away. Plus, all he's got to do is get in Cerebro and he can just kill all the fucking X-Men like that. It's done and over with. Even the fucking Hulk. He didn't even have to go fight them. He can stay in his goddamn mansion in his pajamas, roll into his little dome, and go, 
you're all fucking dead. <laughs> and go back to bed. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, just saying. And if I'm the X-Men, and we're on a battlefield, and I'm Charles, I'm just going to be like, hey, everybody, just go back to the tree line. Hey, Gene, you're a fucking bitch. And then just push her out <laughs> into the field. Piss her right? off. Piss her Poke off. Poke her with a stick. <laughs> and just go... They hate you. They said you're ugly. Look, here's their Twitter. They said you're a bitch. <laughs> and just point them, and that's it. And then you're done. It's over. It's over. The Phoenix would destroy all of them. Okay, I think, I think. well, yes, she would definitely pose a problem. I think that the Avengers, Earth's mightiest heroes... Hey, it's not your turn yet, Jason. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, it's, it's his turn. It's not yet. Just, we're just going. Go. I think that they would definitely be able to handle the threat that as much as I love the X-Men, they're a low-tier team. They deal with low-tier problems. I didn't ever worry about Sentinels. Oh, if I was an Avenger and a Sentinel? <laughs> More like 20. Better have 20 coming at me. Because I'm fucking Thor. And I'm a god. Right? You have a different power level on the Avengers than you do the X-Men. It's not low-tier shit they're dealing with. Oh, mutants in the sewers? You guys got mutants in the sewers? Awesome. Tony, go ahead and develop us a, a fucking drone system where they're going to scout out every corner of the sewer, find out their lair, and then go ahead and detonate that shit. Because we have mutants. But all I got to do is send Jean after you and just kill you. And you can't stop yeah, her. You have unregistered nuclear-type weaponry yeah. that are people. Yeah. And that's why the X-Men should be fucking looked at and questioned as mutants being a thing that should exist. I think we're going to see that in the future of the Marvel films once the merger happens between Fox and Disney. And I can't wait to see it because that is going to pose such a big question of should these people be allowed to wield such power? Well, you can't stop them. And what are you going to do? Put them in concentration camps? And they've tried to address that. Yes, they've done that. They've done it in the comics. They've done it in the comics. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work. But I do think registering these people is a thing. Which Tony was all for registering, he was wasn't he? He was all for it. All for know who else registered people in the past? Nazis. <laughs> okay, but the Jews couldn't blow up a fucking planet, right? They could if they would, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> not the Jews. No, the Nazis. <laughs> the Nazis. Let me correct this. The Nazis. If they had the ability of. World-ending devices, they would have. But they weren't registering the Jews because they could blow up the goddamn planet. Maybe they were doing it away for... from like the Jewish people. No, it's a great example. I understand that. Actually, it was based on very much. Right, but a lot you don't that. want people taking this the wrong. No, no, no. They what we're saying is, people with those kinds of powers, they would have to be registered. You couldn't get away from that. Yes, they would see it as a. Th- but if I have a sixteen-year-old kid who can walk through fucking walls, I need to know that so that kid can be monitored to make sure they're not robbing banks and hurting people. I mean, you'd have to know. It would have to be a group effort. You couldn't just let these people kind of roam around. Right? If the world knew about Jean Grey and her power and fucking Xavier didn't keep it a secret, most of fucking New York wouldn't have died. I will give you that. Right? As a side note... We here are not trivializing uh, the atrocities. That oh, have. hell no. No, we are very much uh, supportive of any and all efforts against minorities in this world. Um, like Stanley said, we are Marvel kids when it comes down to it. 
despite what you hear on the Marvel vs. DC, I know Mike is more of a Marvel person. Um, we are Marvelites, and Marvelites are against hate in any form. That's right. And it's not about hate. Right? Now, the way it's portrayed in the books, the comic book, sure, it's about hate, about hating something that's different, but it wouldn't be about controlling these people. It's about knowing that where they're at and being prepared. So in real life, you'd be all for mutant registry. Yes. And superhero registry. You can't just have people running around. Because those superheroes might get pissed off and then they become villains. Do we really want villains running around? Right? Let's look at the incredible. But aren't you going to make villains out of the oh. oppression that you put no, upon because you're not people? putting an impression. You're just saying, look, if you have a power, come forward and let us know. So one, we can help you get training for that power. And we can help you monitor it so you're not going through this alone. You mean, man, this is pretty relevant to the gun registry debate, isn't it? No. What do you mean? What do you mean, Michael? It sure is. It sure is. Those who have weapons should be looked at and monitored and made sure they're doing the right things with the weapons. And Would you have people uh, that are mutants need to provide insurance just in case no. their mutant powers no, cause no, no, no. property damage, no. personal damage? No, no, no. The, the government should have to do that. Okay. Because then you're literally asking somebody to insure their own life. So you're asking the good people of, of America and or other countries to provide increased taxes to pay for these damages that have occurred all over the metropo- <laughs> <Everywhere>. metropolitan areas <laughs> everywhere. You would have to. You're not going to ta- you're not going to have somebody get insurance for being alive. That's just crazy. Right? But no one else know. is crazy? What? Having people register for being alive. No. They would notify you, hey, I have this power. And as a kid, you help them train. Fucking Xavier does it, right? He just doesn't make it well known who they are. But they go through training to learn how to control their power. Go ahead. Can I ask a question? Go ahead. Where is the oversight involved in that process? Because you could have someone like Xavier, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here, saying, I'm going to train, but who's to say what he's training is the right kind of training, objectively? I agree. It would take take a huge process. It would be a huge process. So there would need to be some sort of oversight, which means it's going to have to be federally regulated, which is going to be a big problem because we know that the government was not kind to the mutants. So it's going to be a constant game of back and forth, and it's going to stagnate, and it's going to ultimately harm everybody, wouldn't you say? They weren't kind to the mutants because they were reactionary to them. They weren't dealing with them in a proactive manner. It was all about the destruction. And so you're talking about the intent versus the reality of. Yeah. Their intentions were good, but what happens when you have good intentions? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, anyways. I'm thinking so. that's going to be what we're going to call it because you guys kind of abused the format of the second half, but I, I kind of let you go. I know, but so the whole thing, though. Uh, no, no. No, you're done. No, I'm not done. Yes, you are. Because I'm going to make the final point of X-Men. Yes, the most powerful, the best team. Probably the Avengers. But the most, the best team is the Avengers. The most powerful is the X-Men. I because see, they I have the nuclear options. They have the nuclear options. You have the Hulk. That's a nuclear option. He's not a nuclear option because he has to punch everybody to death. But fucking Xavier can literally go and kill everybody in the planet with a thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Not just mutants. I, I think uh, I'm good. I think I'm good. I think we uh, 
debated this, and I think we walked away uh, kind of still torn on <laughs> who might be the better team. Although I do agree with your points that the X-Men have more world-devastating uh, effect that have the potential. Untrained. Potential. Untrained. Because all the Avengers, besides the Hulk, you could say, I'd say, I think, yeah. are trained fighters, trained right. soldiers. Mostly military. Mm-hmm. Thor is a goddamn military guy. He's a leader. See, another leader... Really, the Avengers is made up of all the leaders, which is weird, which is why they have so much dysfunction. Because well, then they can have lead. Cyclops. Scott. <laughs> Man, Scott, more effective than Hawkeye, so fuck you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good debate. All right. Social media plugs. Let's get to it. Where can they find us, Mike? They can find us in several ways. They can find us on the coalitiongames.com, uh, at coalitionDD on Twitter. At the Geek Debate on Twitter, uh, I am at DM underscore Sturgis. And I am at Pemberfoot on Twitter. Go ahead, hit me up. Talk to me about D&D, geekery, all sorts. Talk to me about the show. Give us suggestions, ideas. If there's anyone out there listening, hey, cool. We're not doing this for the viewerships. We're, but it, you know what? It's just fun. It's just fun. <laughs> Uh, but but having viewers would be even more fun, uh, just to have you guys uh, chime in, give us some ideas, suggestions, and uh, we'll hand them to our producer, who is man, she is strict. She is strict. Uh, so we will even li- sure. uh, live. She keeps tweet. us in line. So thank you, Jenna. For Do some live tweets if we're streaming. Uh, tweet at us, and we'll uh, we'll give you a shout out. Yeah, totally. And with Add that, to the conversation. Uh, so next one, not next one. I'm going to say the fifth podcast is going to be a big one. We're going to do Star Trek versus Star Wars. You don't get to make that call. Yeah, I do. And we're going to have some guest appearances on our show to help debate this topic because it is a big one. It is a geek sundering. I mean, this is where the culture fights is Star Trek versus Star Wars. So you, you want to get teams. We're going to have teams. You three on each team? Three or two on each team. We'll see how many people we can get. Okay. That's going to be... Man, we're going to have to have our producer uh, sit there as a referee. She's giving very dirty looks right now. She says we can't keep the format <laughs> for crap. <laughs> All right. Good show. Good talking about this. All right. Have a good uh, weekend, guys, and week whenever this goes up. should be going up uh, later today, actually. And we are out. All right. Bye, everybody.